host Sean. May the fourth be with you, party pooper Danny. Nanu Nanu. Even as a salaried I'm... leader, I wore a Star Wars shirt to work today. It was cold and rainy, so I wouldn't have been seen anyways. I wore my jacket all day and then had to put on my uh, rain Is poncho. it cold and rainy? Cold and rainy. <laughs> and and also, I just don't really give a shit about what the people I work with think. I'm just telling you what I, uh, I think. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I have Star Wars shirts, but yeah. I don't need to show off for the camera that no one else is going to see but me. You're trying to impress me, Sean. Yeah. Because in the words of Shania Twain, that don't impress me much. Yeah. So you got a shirt with <laughs> pop on it. <laughs> Shirts with Star Wars too that don't impress me much. I don't know. I haven't heard the song for a long time. I think that's the tune. <laughs> <laughs> when I uh, guessed it on the King John podcast. Yeah. Um, they do their uh, recordings uh, live on Twitch. Yeah. And one of the people that routinely watch is the official anthem singer for the LA Kings. Yeah. And she was trying to pressure one of the regulars on the show to sing. Like, he was going to read something, but she wanted him to sing it. Mm-hmm. Sing, read it, and he wouldn't do it. Yeah. And my drunk ass was like, fuck it, here, just give me here. I took the paper and I started singing it. <laughs> and my wife, I looked over as I, like, as I was doing it, I just kind of glanced at the corner of my wife. I and my wife was there because she had to, you know, babysit me on the way home. Mm -hmm. And just, like, threatened to murder me if I threw up in her car because we were in the fast pass and had nowhere to pull over. <laughs> um, but she, her, like, she was just looking at me like, who the fuck is this guy and why is he singing? Who got him to sing? And it's like, alcohol? Alcohol, blame it, blame it, blame it on the alcohol, baby. Oh, man. So <laughs> I came across this post today on the Reddit. Mm -hmm. And it was this, like, really cute, attractive blonde woman. But she had muscles, and some asshole was like, sorry to break it to you, fellas, but if you find this attractive, you're a latent homosexual. <laughs> wow. That bad, huh? He's like, sorry, I don't make the rules. <laughs> That's so sad. Right. And then basically like, all bro. the comments were just insulting insults. It was pretty yeah. funny. Yeah, exactly. Like, dude, come on, relax. So, I don't know. That's fucked up, man. I mean, she was pretty hot. I'm like, I guess I'm super gay then? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the super gay not gay but super gay super gay yes <laughs> that's so i just feel bad because like you got like these girls that yeah maybe they're a little bit more muscular than you would expect but come on like relax right well like a bunch of people are uh accusing pink of being transgender because she doesn't have birthing hips according to them because she's got like abs and stuff yeah but um she also has two kids so apparently she does have birthing hips because those hips have birthed no impossible <laughs> impossible i mean they still there's still people who believe that michelle obama was michael of course <laughs> it was mike 
I got like a crowd in here. You got a cat and you a got dog. Audience. Yeah, I got an audience. I don't know if I like it. <laughs> Feels weird. <laughs> Just wait till they start booing. They learn to boo and hiss at you. Rock, rock. We hate those opinions. <laughs> oh man, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go first this week, Sean, gotcha. on the beer drinking instead yeah. of like passing the baton on like yeah. we usually do. Because I'm gonna go, and then you're gonna go, and then I'm gonna go. Yeah. Deal. Yes, we'll do it. All right. So, there's this other podcast I listen to, the uh, Beer Dad and Brew, the Brew Dad and Beer. Shit, I I knew the beer mm-hmm. had the, but the brewery name threw me off because they're very similar. But the beer, the the brewery is the Beer Dad Brew Works. Yeah. And so basically, um, it was a po- beer podcast, and I started listening from the beginning. A while ago working my way through and so there was one guy that was just like a dad that was into craft beer and his friend that was a, a home brewer and they kind of homebrewed together and did the podcast and stuff and they were talking about the guy that was the home brewer like he was gonna move up to like um santa rosa area and get a job at a brewery up there yeah and so i'm like working my way through the episodes and i see upcoming episodes and it's like this episode is dedicated to him joshua crunkle was his name Oh god. And I'm like, oh god. And I'm like, and I'm like, okay, so like because he's right. up in Santa Rosa, right? He's in Right? He's in Santa Rosa. Right? 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 <laughs> this is this has a happy ending, right? No happy ending. And then and I'm like, I'm like before I even get there, I'm like, you know what? I I I googled his name and looked and he ended up uh getting in a solo accident driving off the road on the 10 and died in it. Jesus. Passed away. No. And I'm like I'm not supposed to cry listening to a beer podcast. This is come like, on. They listen like they do dick jokes and shit. Like yeah, come on. And so, um, you know, but they had always talked about kind of doing beer stuff. So it's Beer Dad and Brewed podcast yeah. is the name of it. And so they had they had uh, talked about you know maybe working together or whatever as a brewery. So the Beer Dad finally got around he not got around i guess but worked away so he could open a brewery but right now he's contract brewing and doing collaborations kind of the way like kyle from horace started off gotcha so he's released he released two beers and you know being the small little brewery that he is mm-hmm. basically like one day he did beer deliveries to like san diego area like on a thursday and then like friday he did all his beer deliveries to like riverside and the Inland Empire, and then Saturday he went out to like L.A. and O.C. Yeah. So he has two beers. One of them is a. Uh, I'm not even sure what it is. It doesn't quite say. It might be a pill. I'm guessing a pilsner or a blonde or some sort because it's five percent. It says you work your ass off. You deserve a beer made just for you. Skip the blue mountains, and the overgrown racehorses, and reach for dad bod. Quench your thirst with this crisp, refreshing blonde <laughs> ale. At per- okay. It's the perfect everyday crusher. Work hard, support craft, drink dad bod. So that's the the beer yeah. name. Dad bod beer. <laughs> I like the can. The can's simple, it's clean, it's really good. Yes. Great name. Goes with the theme. Um, I like the not so subtle, subtle shots at the micro the macro brews. Yes, exactly. Oh man. Dude, this is yeah, you can tell this is a craft Blondale. Like, 
you know, even like 805 is just at this point like yeasty water almost. Yeah. But this is like uh, has a little like hop at the end. Just a little. Just 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 hits the back just of the tongue. Little, just a little, just a little kiss. Yes, it like the beer just like bounces over and just the hop hits you right at the back of the tongue and you're just like, "Oh yeah." Blonde ales can have flavor. This maybe? I mean, yeah. Like normally like I said blonde ales are for the people that drink that don't want to drink beer. Like uh my brother <laughs> my sister's neighbor uh told me one time when I offered him a, just a regular pilsner. I don't like my beer to taste like anything. <laughs> I want it to He's taste like, super want, plain. I just want like carbonated water with just a little bit of alcohol in it. Yeah. So that I have to drink a whole bunch of it. Hello, old man. Oh, yeah, man. Not you. Yeah, this is... Other old man. <laughs> Why not both? Why not both? You want to... Want... Pat me on the head? You want to me on the head, too? Want some beer, Arnold? All right, speaking of, what are you drinking? So I can finish this and open the next one. Um, I got the Tropi... Tropicanon Mango Lime IPA. Uh, this is from Heavy Seas Beer in Baltimore. So I was looking for a new summertime drink because uh, I haven't really seen any good ones um, out there yet. Dude, I was at the grocery store. Or I was at the grocery store. I was at the liquor store, dude. I was going to say, they don't sell beer at the grocery stores where you live, do they? You live in one of those commie states? Yeah, one of those. Go Freedoms? Yeah, go Freedoms. <laughs> I said, well, no Freedoms, but you got to stand in the bread line to get your beer. <laughs> um, Dude, they got, like, winter beer still. I was like, ooh. I, was like, I wonder how that good. I, I don't know how good that is anymore. <laughs> it's early. It's... <laughs> Christmas is starting in May. <laughs> when you when you see the pumpkin beers in like August, it's like oh they're early. But when you see the pumpkin beers in May, uh, late. <laughs> e. E. I was like I don't know I don't know if I want that beer. So, um, dude, and then everything is either like a double hazy IPA or like marshmallow sour. Yes, I, dude, I don't. Re it's just like I'm just I'm like just wondering I'm like it's like the um Simpsons meme. I'm like, am I the wrong one? No, it's them. They're the ones <laughs> that have ruined everything. <laughs> you I mean you would think, but if the stores are just carrying them, that must mean they're selling, but at the same time, like you said, if there's beers that have been sitting there for more than a couple months, then Maybe the guy was a little optimistic. The buyer was a little optimistic in what sells. Yeah, exactly. They're called trends for a reason. They're not uh, the norm. <laughs> so anyways, yeah. It's how is your uh, audition for a new summer beer with this one? Um, It's not as uh, mango and lime forward as I would hope. Um, It's got like... It's got like the front end bitterness that you would expect from an IPA. And like it takes like a little bit and then you kind of get some of the hops like on the back. 
after like a few seconds there's like that delay but you definitely get like the mango and like lime flavors to it um so it is definitely definitely there it's in the we're in the ballpark i think sometimes i think i'm just chasing a beer at this point i think after the kayak went away the mango pale ale i think i'm just chasing danny i don't think i'm chasing the dragon yeah chasing the dragon yeah I, I think I'm ruining other beers by chasing, trying to chase that beer. <laughs> Don't go chasing waterfalls. Woo. Stick to the loggers and the pilsners you're used to. No. no, no, never. I'll never join you, Dooku. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you have chosen death. Death. <laughs> it is pretty good, though, man. Like, I... Like, after having some more, definitely, it's definitely on the easier side from an IPA drinking. So, if you are, like, in looking for probably a summertime IPA, this is in that ballpark. Because um, it's got the right amount of hops to be the IPA. It's got, you got the mango lime flavors to make it, um, to make it wonderful as far as uh, get those nice citrus flavors in. So it, it's good, man. It's definitely good. I give it, I definitely give it like a solid 7.5. Friend of the show, solid 7 out of 5. <laughs> uh, 7 out of 5. He, uh, he uh, came up to me and apologized for listening to the show. And I'm like, no, no, man. I'm the one that should, I'm the one that should apologize to you for you listening to the show. <laughs> You're the one that gets roasted every week for no reason. Well, he's the one that has to listen to the show. <laughs> I'm sorry I listened to your show. It's uh, okay. I'm sorry you listened to it. <laughs> I mean, that's 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 still my uh, go-to response when someone comes up and it's like, oh, yeah, I listened to an episode of your podcast. I'm sorry. Oh, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to wrong you <laughs> like that. I hope we can still be friends after this. Is there any way I can? Is what 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 do you need in reparations? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's too funny, man. That's too. Funny. I'm sorry. I I helped your views this week. Ah, uh, you know what's funny is he also used the word views, and then he realized that uh, we don't have a way to watch it. And then he asked me about that. That we don't like, have a way to watch it? Yes, we're not on the YouTubes. Oh, 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 yes. No, 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 yes, yes. We do have the option. We're just lazy. And we were talking about that this would be the year we'd finally do it. I mean, it's not <laughs> over yet. we got time. <laughs> Sounds like a next week problem. <laughs> <laughs> and, by, and by we, you mean you? You're lazy? Cause you got all the buttons over there. Push, push, push. I'm afraid I mean, to hit the keyboard because something will fuck up. <laughs> I mean, at this point, isn't just like, it doesn't like, um, Podbean just be like, Hey, do you also want to put this on YouTube? And you're like, yes, I would. And they're like, all right, cool. Go ahead. No, I don't see anything on there. That's a good question. I'll, I'll double check, but I don't remember seeing YouTube on there. Okay. Then you, you might have to go to, um, anchor. Does, and does he okay just want to, he wants okay. to see us just like, you want me staring at my camera all dreamy? 
You guys do the soy boy face. Here's my boy. Here's my beer. Mm, I'm good. Mm. <laughs> I would have wore a Star Wars shirt and had my had a lightsaber or something behind me. Daniel try harder on uh on the May on, on the flat next time the May fourth lands on a day of recording. <laughs> this is like yeah, one of those like <laughs> perfect alignment segments, like never to happen again. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be seven more years before, or six more years before uh, May Fourth lands on a Thursday again. If we if we still can, well, we might move the days we record, so that might help. That would change it too. Yep. I mean, we've only changed oh. it like five or six times. <laughs> Something like that. I think we've recorded almost on every day, but like Monday <laughs> and Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So. The other beer is just a straight West Coast IPA. Yeah. F- father figure. IPA. Dude. Is that you? Dad. Is that you on the cover? Goatee, no, hat backwards, sunglasses. No, it's him. He has a beard as well. <laughs> um, it says, who cracks the long ball at the company softball tournament? Father figure IPA. This staple Westie will keep you cracking year round. Be on, and it says be on the lookout for different collectible cans. My only complaint is that he is a Padres fan, so the Beer Dad logo does look like the San Diego Padres, the SD. Yeah. But, you know, not not everything can be perfect. And no. then it says, and then like Laffy Taffy, this comes with a joke, Sean. You ready for it? What? What did the baseball glove say to the ball? What? Catch you later. Nobody laughed. Oh, somebody did. Nobody. It's not us. Nobody. So um, you didn't even laugh. Like it can't. It's not. It's I, a terrible pun if you didn't even laugh. I mean, it's like I said. It's the laffy taffy. It's a laffy taffy joke. Nobody laughs at those. Yeah, I always watch the video of the uh, the girl that sings puns. Oh, singing puns because they're fun. Boop. <laughs> Her. Yeah. Did I ruin your uh, Instagram page after sending you one or two? No, I'd seen her before. Mm. But um, I said he uh, contract brews. The brewery that he did these two batches out of is uh, Creature Comforts Brewing in San Diego, California. The land of the vagina of whales. <laughs> I, mean, this, I mean, this thing is damn near see-through. You talked about like the hazy... Mm-hmm. Juicy Bomb IPAs that you can buy. This is like the answer to those. Like yes. the big middle finger. Yeah. It's like, my be- there's something wrong with my beer. I can see my fingers on the other side of the glass. Can a bro just get a mango pale ale around here? Oh. Keep it chill. Crushable. You know, I don't know if it's because the blonde was hoppier than I expected. Yes. And by hoppier than I expected, I mean it has any hop. <laughs> <laughs> um... I was almost dreading trying the West Coast IPA because I'm not a hoppy guy. You, yes. Usually, like I said, it, uh, IPAs tend to taste like uh, Christmas tree water to me. Especially when you start getting West Coast. Yeah, you throw that West Coast in front of it. It's just like oh. back when they had the, the bitterness wars and how much they can wreck your palate. Dude, yeah. this thing is easy drinking. This is just a little bit hoppier than the blonde. This is like, you know crushable as the kids would say <laughs> crushable yeah this is a like like the can says 
uh, softball game, beer, poolside, barbecue, like whatever, man, like lawnmower, all of the above. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you drink somewhere, you're mowing the lawn, jump off, <laughs> jump in the pool, cool off, and then start barbecuing and just keep drinking the beer the whole time. You don't have to switch beers. Yeah. Just buy a whole case of them. Dude, this is so good. <laughs> oh, man. So Founders Brewing released a press statement that due to the slowdown of COVID mm-hmm. and them not uh, recovering business afterwards, that they were immediately sh- shutting down their Detroit tap room. And everyone's like, wait a minute. Like, COVID was like, ended like a while ago. How is like COVID still to blame? <laughs> and then um, a couple of Instagram pages I follow, Hayes Boys is one and there was another one, I can't remember, but they uh, basically did a little bit of digging and they found out that there is another racial discrimination lawsuit filed against founders coming out of the Detroit <laughs> tap room. They're not very good at serving beer in Detroit. I mean, they might be good at serving beer. They're just not very good at um, respecting black people at their brewery in Detroit. Uh, they should probably start putting that on the applications. Respects people. Check. Uh, you put an X on that? Is that a is that like a yes or like a no? Okay, we'll just go with an X means yes. <laughs> Respectful. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a it's a it's a hard maybe. <laughs> Respects people and it's like um wait a minute. Like by people you mean white people? Because that's a that's a definite yes. <laughs> no no people are, all people. Yes, white people. <laughs> <laughs> but not buff girls. Like, but not buff girls, because they're, they're like, you know, men with vaginas. That is... Oh, jeez. But yeah, man. So, a couple states are passing laws now, you know, to protect the kids. Because they want to protect the kids from everything but, you know, bullet holes. <laughs> and 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 conservative pedophiles like it's okay if you're a conservative pedophile but if you're a, a drag queen that reads a book then you're not automatically a pedophile yeah but um so now a few states and utah is the first one that actually went into effect where they're going to require like hard proof that you're of age to look at porn sites that have like i can't remember the exact percentage it's like Six, it's like two thirds or like something weird, like seventy three percent or something like that. Porn content. What? It's not like a yeah. It's like it's not a hundred percent, but it's like something weird that like do the bots just have to go like, on and add like nice articles on there to rebalance to keep it balanced? Like how right. do you, how do you how do you measure porn versus non porn? Well, it's like when um YouTube started cracking down on gun videos, mm-hmm. and a lot of the gun video makers started going to Pornhub. Yes. <laughs> Boobs and guns, man, the American way. So uh basically they're gonna like they want you to either go through like a third party side or do something where you're gonna have to provide like more than just like the standard, you know, you go to a brewery website, it's like, are you twenty one? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. You said you're you said you're twenty one. That's all we you know, that's all we can ask. Yep. Um, so basically Pornhub decided we're like, you know what, we're not going to deal with any of this bullshit. Like 
You just nobody in Utah can access Pornhub now. <laughs> That's like the main site, man. Like you just got banned. That's like right. and it's, it's like telling weird. Louisiana you can't drink Budweiser no more. Well, they probably won't anymore now. You know, you make them gay. <laughs> or... <laughs> oh, I don't even know. Man. But <laughs> but uh. But yeah, Utah's like, honestly, it's funny. Whenever they release the numbers, because, mm-hmm. you know, they can see what state you live in. Yes. When you look, unless you use like a VPN, but generally mm-hmm. they can look at the state. So they always, at the end of the year, they always release the numbers like Pornhub yeah. does. And Utah's like one of the top states as far as just watching Pornhub. It's <laughs> so many angry people now. Oh, man. So it's funny because... As soon as they announced the the ban to uh, Utah, yep. the um, the number one search on Google in the state of Utah, VPNs. <laughs> I can't handle this. Give me a VPN. I'm gonna, I'm going to live like I'm in California. They got no free, freedoms except porn and weed. And you could buy liquor, hard liquor, and good beer at the grocery store. Yes. You have a paid fire well, department least... instead of a volunteer service. Yes. <laughs> um. Nobody wants to live there. Then why do people keep moving there? <laughs> right, and they're like, "Well, the numbers are the numbers are going down," and it's like, "All right, there's a couple of years. Like, it's not going to be a an increase every year." <laughs> and hopefully people do leave because then housing prices will go down. <laughs> you don't want you here anyways. But um get out of here. That was re- go back was to Louisiana. Story on go back to Utah with story. your porn free <laughs> porn up free internet. <laughs> I mean the only thing one of the things California don't let us do is uh sports gambling. <laughs> Gotta go to Vegas for that. Hey oh. But uh I was reading the thing on Reddit, and it was talking about some guy from Texas went into a weed shop, and he was all mad because they, you know, still like the tail end of COVID, and we had mask regulations, and you know, Texas basically like after the first two weeks are like fuck masks. Yeah. And the guy's like, I, he's like, why you got to wear a mask, man? You got no freedoms out here. And the guy behind the counter is like, isn't buying weed, like a felony in Texas? <laughs> I do have a freedom oh. not to deal with your bullshit. I'll get the fuck out. <laughs> I mean, just because we don't have the freedom to, you know, like, shoot a gun at a six-year-old girl knocking on our door looking for her lost kitten. <laughs> not, a, not a joke. Really happened. Or threatened to happen. And then the guy was like, no, no. I didn't shoot her. I actually helped her look for the kitten. And it's like, bullshit, dude. You're just trying to, like... <laughs> Stay face after you lost, lost you lost your livelihood because he was like a he ran his own web, weather reporting website and the whatever the weather governing body for the country is like took away his weatherman license. They're like fuck this guy because he threatened to shoot a six year old girl who was looking for her lost kitten. Jesus, for ringing her his doorbell. That's all she did. Yeah. Oh man, so this last weekend. In Riverside, they do like I guess they started up again after COVID. Mm-hmm. The Tamale Festival downtown Riverside. Tamale, Tamale. Mm-hmm. Which, 
it just happened to be like the hottest day for a long time so that kind of sucked yes but it was like 20 like the first couple of year we went first couple of years we went the lines were super long to get in this year so i was all worried that like the lines are going to be long we show up like a little bit late but everyone was already inside we're like oh this is nice mm-hmm. but and you know they had like musicians and dancers and people selling stuff they even had the empire wrestling federation putting on exhibition matches nice selling stuff oh you are so um, gung-ho you're like fuck yes let's get some let's get a beer a tamale and let's watch some wrestling well that's the part that's bullshit oh boy you you only had to stay in like the little corral of beer garden to get the beer man they made you packed with a uh, packed like a sardine huh i mean it wasn't super packed but like tables were kind of hard to come by mm-hmm. and there was like Six of us in the group, five of us in the group, math. Um, but I, mean, I will give them credit, though, because they had Riverside local beers. They had uh, Uri Ale Brews, uh, Packing House was there, and some other stuff. And then they had some, you know, Modellos and some other stuff, but they actually had, the like... sponsors to help pay for shit. <laughs> yeah, the sponsors to help pay for shit, but then they also had, like, local stuff. And it was, like, it wasn't bad. It was five bucks a beer. Yeah. So do they have to buy the beer from them and then they just resell it? No, well, they showed up. The breweries gotcha. were there. Okay. Gotcha. So I, don't, so I don't know if they like bought the beer or if the breweries brought the beer and just hoped whatever they sold, they sold that day. Mm. I didn't ask that question, actually. Mm. That would have been an interesting question. Some... But um, it was like 20 bucks to get in. And then all the places were like, basically it was like food trucks selling tamales and different things. Nice. Like, like, we woke by a couple that had super long lines, and they were, like, selling the tamales for, like, five bucks a piece. God damn, man. I would just hope a, a, a buddy with a bicycle rode by. I'd fucking buy, like, five for five bucks. Right, you get, like, a dozen. <laughs> I remember when you get, like, a dozen, like, a half a dozen for five bucks and a dozen for ten? Yeah. Fuck, dude. But so, I'd just eat that shit at, like, five in the morning. Just be like, nom, 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 nom. Yes, so because, like, the, uh... You know, like I said, in the beer garden, the, tamale, the tables were hard to come by. Um, the guys held down the fort where the ladies went out and got the tamales. And I thought they were just going to come back with, like, a couple assorted tamales from here or whatever, and there or whatever. But it's like, yeah, we just went to one place and got a dozen tamales. And it's like, okay, so I guess we're just getting – we're doing this place. And it was it was all right. The matzo was a little thick, but I had a uh, cheesy jalapeno one and, like, a pineapple-y cornbread-y one that was pretty good. Hmm. And then after drinking a couple of beers, I'm like, all right, so we did that. But yeah, if it wasn't hot, it would have been better. But it was pretty cool, man. Like the money, the money raised went to help uh, charitable causes. So can't complain. Got some tamales. Got to hang out with some people. Mm. But yeah, every year follow. They have an Instagram page. River, river, like basically, just look up the Riverside Tamale Festival. Where did they have it at? Like what part? White Park. White Park. It's. Like, basically on Market Street. Got you. Like, almost to the food lab. It's, like, right before you get to the food lab on the left. Okay. You're going that way. Okay. Down closer to downtown away from. Okay. I got you. Going, I got going you. east. It's east. the one that, like, the first east. the first park in Riverside that they uh, started to sh- put a fence around it and gate up, like, at sundown to kick all the homeless people out. <laughs> oh, man. So, I read this, uh, another comic first story art i'm thinking it's the first story art because it ended on a cliffhanger <laughs> but it's a comic by chip zadarsky 
which after reading his uh, Sex Criminals book, mm-hmm. I'm like, I need to read everything by him. I, that's basically my pool at players. <laughs> oh, and by the way, as we're recording this, it's not too late, but by the time you're listening to this, it'll be way too late. Yes. But first Saturday in May, free comic book day. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. I forgot about uh, Are you doing anything for, for free comic book day since you're much more in the know? I'm a... Uh picking up my dad and then we're going down to pick up my brother and we're going to a Dodgers game at Padre Stadium actually that's right that's right so good times good yes hopefully hopefully I don't get you know beat up I don't think the San Diego fans are that wild we'll see we'll see (laughs) they might still be bitter about the Chargers you never know they might want to fight somebody now that they don't have a football team no but uh so this book is called Public Domain. Hold on. Did they ever come up with a new jingle? Do you know? I have not. Like, you do like, not know. I have not like her. Diego. Super Chat. Super Chat. Los Angeles. It doesn't. Super Chat. It just know. doesn't. I, I don't know. It just doesn't. just doesn't go. I don't know. Maybe they just forced it. They kept the jingle. La. Maybe. L.A. Super Chat. I, I, I don't know. It just, San Diego just works. It does. Know. Maybe I'm just forcing it. I don't know. That's Who what knows? she said? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, maybe they just don't, maybe they just decided instead of changing the song, they just agreed not to score any more touchdowns. <laughs> So, um, you know, like sports cards now are like super fancy. And so they have all these like one of ones or mm-hmm. one of like one, two, like, like, like super limited number of certain cards. Yeah. So they accidentally sent David Carr. He was when he, before he got, before he uh, left the Raiders yeah. when he was still on the team, they accidentally sent him one of the cards for the uh, San Diego quarterback. Where he was <laughs> supposed to sign it. It was like a one of one. Yeah, that's hilarious. And he like, and and the guy, you know, the San Diego quarterback was going to sign it and send it back. Yeah, as a one of one signature. Yes. But they accidentally sent it to David Carr. Yes. And so David Carr, uh, wrote the the, the score from the last the, the most recent time that the Chargers and the Raiders played, where the Raiders won, <laughs> and then signed his name on it. So there's like, and, and sent it back. Oh my gosh! Is that a card you could actually win? I don't know if they um, if they decided to hold it back or if they put it, released it to the wild because I have not heard or seen anybody draw it. Oh my but gosh. that would be David a great Kirk. card to have. That would be a great. That's like one of those spoof cards that would probably sell for like a stupid amount of money yes. for no reason. Like a Raider fan would just buy it just to fucking spite the a San Diego fan. Yeah, Los Angeles fan, or Charger Charger fan. I just imagine the song is like Los Angeles Superchargers. Like they just like <laughs> go right over the song with like Los Angeles. <laughs> that that AI robot voice. Yes. <laughs> the Los Angeles Chargers of San Diego. The San Diego Chargers of Los Angeles, you mean? I don't 
fucking hell. Because they were from San Diego, now they're in Los Angeles. So it'd be the San Diego Chargers of Los Angeles. <laughs> Are they still referenced as the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. The L. I mean, like when you go to the games or whatever, and they have like the initials of the team, so it's the LAA. LAD and LAA. <laughs> for years. LAA it, it, was like at least a good. couple seasons. Yeah. A couple for a couple seasons, the Dodgers refused until Major League Baseball told them they kind of had to switch it, but they still had A and A on their scoreboard for the Angels. A and A for Anaheim. <laughs> <laughs> Anaheim Angels. <laughs> They're like, yeah, fuck that, dude. They're, we're uh. They're like, we're gonna start fighting the if you don't fucking knock it off. <laughs> Probably, yes. I can only imagine. Well, that would be the only way to do it. <laughs> Commissioner, they're not being nice. We're the Los Angeles Angels. Of Anaheim. <laughs> they, I still say, and there's a few Angel fans that I talk to on a re- semi-regular basis that agree with me that um, they should have went to the California, back to the California Angels. Okay. So that is also their I, best be their okay. best logo where they have like the state of California with like the halo around the middle of it. Yeah. I don't know. Or the top corner, yeah. depending on which logo, but there's two of them. Yeah, they should have just fucking dropped their dick down and said, We're the California Angels again. Yes. <laughs> oh man. So the public domain book. Chip Zdarsky. <laughs> Basically it's like it's like it's like super meta. It's basically the story of this guy wrote this comic, him and his partner, they hate each other now, but the comic has become started becoming into a movie franchise. Not just a movie, but a whole franchise. Like there's a point where they even make reference to like they're in the phase five of the domain universe. <laughs> Jeez. Um and so basically like they, you know, find out that the dad owns the comic and they kind of deal with that. And so that's how the first arc ends mm. i think i don't know if i haven't been to the comic book store for a little while I was, you know maybe free comic book day would have been a good day to go maybe but uh maybe maybe not maybe next week uh but yeah the, it's like five it's like five issues yeah to have a trade out for it it's yeah. on you know image comics oh jim lee got promoted basically he's running all of dc comics now wow He's like president, CEO, and like um, one other role title he has now. Mm-hmm. Is he helping or hurting the DC universe? Comics wise, I mean, is I... anybody is anybody helping? Like, <laughs> like what have, is Jeff Johns just like even he's been fucking cut? Like, go away. Here's a check. Pretty Fuck much, off. yeah. Or Fuck you're off. my bitch. You're my... <laughs> You're my bitch now. Yeah. <laughs> Just, I have an idea. Talk to Jim. Got you. So we see of all DC comics or just the comic book section? Just the comic books. Got you. Mm. Not the Warner Brothers inter- media entertainment or whatever the movie portion is. Yeah. I wonder how that's going to work out. Yeah, that was just I just saw that on Reddit not too long ago, so yeah. I don't know when it was officially announced. Yeah, the problem is is it's not gonna really help for like the next like six months because you got all this stuff that's basically already written. <laughs> well, I mean, he probably was 
mostly running it from behind the scenes anyways. Or I, yeah. I know he had, like, a higher-up position. It just wasn't official that he was, like, running the whole show. Yeah. So, so yeah. I don't know, man. Nobody's buying comics. Nobody's buying anything anymore. <laughs> it's the, the rent's too damn high. It is. <laughs> but you read something, I think. I did. I, uh, I did, um eventually go back so i am behind on reading goblin slayer books um only on the uh year one adventures so um so i i finished reading goblin slayer year one book six so there's there's currently three books out this is the or four books out i should say or four series right four series Okay, because you said four books, but you also read book six, so I was a little yeah. confused. Yeah, sorry. So there's four different series out for Goblin Slayer. So you have the main storyline of Goblin Slayer. You have Goblin Slayer Year One, which is him, like, you know, obviously being a junior. Um, you have a brand new day, which is just like random stories. And then I forget what they called the uh, the fourth one, but it's like it's side story two, and it's basically it's the story of one of the characters in Goblin Slayer. It's about her party. It's like the blind priest. Um, it's about okay. her party and what happened to that party, um, and why she is the way she is. So she's like you know a blind priest. Blind? Wait, wait. Why she's blind or why she's horny? <laughs> she was blind anyways, but she... So, uh, so the, the book is about how she got horny? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> so you, all we know is that her party basically gets butchered um, by goblins and then she gets assaulted and somehow escapes with her life. So... That's all we know of her past. So this is the the story telling it all. So so and she she loves Goblin Slayer because like he's like because he is like basically kills all of the goblins and that's like her greatest fear. So she's he I they uh they kind of talk amongst the the two of them talk and it's funny because she's like um if if goblins come, will you save me? And he's like, if there's goblins, then yes. And then she's like, in my dreams? And then he's like, yes, even in your dreams, I will come kill the goblins. <laughs> he's like a ladies killer, but he doesn't even really like, realize it. He's just like, because he, he really talks like in a very monotone kind of way. Like, eat, sleep, yes. breathe, kill goblins. <laughs> like uh, Brock Lesnar, eat, eat, Sleep, destroy, repeat. Mm-hmm. Eat, sleep, kill goblins, repeat. Yeah. Um, it is interesting, like, this book kind of goes over... You could just tell, like, he's still raw with some of his decisions, and he doesn't... Like, some of his, like, skills are basically the same as the original. So, like, it... But you could tell, like, his knowledge isn't the same. And I think it focuses a lot more on the knowledge of, like, the world. Because, I, I mean, because you, during year one, you get flashbacks of his training from, like, um, so 
when he was a kid, his village was attacked, and you know he watches his sister get raped and killed by goblins. So he basically goes into like, like way overhead over just killing goblins, and he gets training, and he's getting training, and it and it's always a flashback. Like, and to me, like I think the guy that trained him is like some kind of like smart goblin or something, which is very ironic. But that's just my opinion. I I may have misread something in the in the books and whatnot. But um, it's just it's just interesting because he always like questions himself on like what he's doing, why he's doing it a lot more. Where in the main series, he's just very confident in what he does. And I think in the main series, he questions more about not being himself and actually being okay with having friends and party members and stuff so the the books like focus on on different things um and on this one like one of his he talks about like working for somebody and he goes were we friends or did she just hire me to do a job because like they he escorts her through a tower that just that you can't really tell it's there it's like a it's like a it's like a almost like a mirage and they go, you know, and as they're in the um, tower climbing it, there's goblins um, that they that he's constantly killing and stuff like that. But it's like interesting because he's like, you know, he like he's like he doesn't like just accept like people like are his friend or anything. He's just like, no, she's not my friend. She even though like, you know, he flirts with her. She flirted with him, and she got like would talk to him about different things. It would he it would always just be like. He's, she's just, uh, she just hired me to do this. Like, she's not really my friend or anything. And so it's kind of, like, interesting to see his, like, mindset on the world. <laughs> his, his realization there's, uh, friends and then there's work friends. Yes, yes. There's more to life than killing, killing goblins. <laughs> killing the ladies. <laughs> Exactly. Everybody loves Goblin Slayer. I am pretty interested in the next two books, though. Um, so basically, like in every in in every manga series, um, basically, like the guilds have different levels for like the uh, like experience. So Goblin Slayer is like a platinum, like super high level hero or i mean um guild member but like all he kills is goblins and like he's getting his first assessment in the next two books so i'm curious as like what that even looks like because obviously like in this one he's just like a the the bottom rank so and now he's getting audited to see if he should get like a new rank so it's It'll be fun to it'll be fun to I think read on what are the thoughts of this new character on with Goblin Slayer. Young Buck Goblin Slayer. Young Buck Goblin Slayer that got made fun of yes. for only killing goblins, even though he's like basically super OP because you know, he killed so many goblins he got all this all the experience. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All he does is take goblin quests. Super good. <laughs> so I bit the bullet Sean and watched the movie that is episode one of Oshinoko mm -hmm. um, there's a reason like after watching it 
I'm like, okay, it makes so much sense why it's a like movie length. It's like hour and a half ish, mm-hmm. which you know, anime movie length is because basically they could have done one of two things with it. They could have either released this as like season one, but there wasn't enough content, so they would have had to pad it the fuck out. Yeah, and it would have been horrible because. Or they would have, like, basically done the series and started, like, in the middle of the story. Yeah. And maybe done flash, either told the movie via flashbacks or at some point did kind of what um, Jujutsu Kaisen did, where they did, they made a movie, but it was a prequel movie. Yeah. So, because the story sets up, you know, this girl, she's a, a Japanese idol, J pop singer. And she finds out she's pregnant, mm-hmm. you know, and then she had, and so then she has the kids and then like, they do like a couple little time skips here and there mm-hmm. and then it ends and the way it ends sets up and then they do a big time jump, like a 10 year time jump. I'm trying to do as little spoilers as possible because it's really worth watching. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Yeah. But the first, like the, like I said, the movie is like a prequel that sets up the rest of the anime and there's like a huge tone shift in the in, in the anime as a result of what happens at the end of the movie. Oh boy. And the main reason I watched it was because people on Reddit were already like getting uh antsy with the spoilers. Like I'd kind of gotten some minor spoilers mm-hmm. on Reddit. Um So like minor I'm not, are you okay with minor spoilers? Yeah, why not? So basically when she is pregnant she goes to this hospital like in a small town yeah and the doctor there knows who she is and you find out the reason why she knows she, who she is is because not that long before he had a patient that basically had like a terminal illness and she was a huge fan of the of that singer and her group but mostly that singer and so she ends up dying and he transfers to the hospital that he's at now and he gets attacked by a stalker of her and he dies Mm -hmm. and she gives birth to twins. Like you knew she would have twins, like when they did the ultrasounds and all that. So it wasn't like a shock. Yeah. Um, But it's a boy and a girl and come to find out that basically it's them two. It's the the girl that died, the and the doctor. And they have all the memories of their previous life as the babies. That's pretty intense. And so you go through and stuff and stuff happens. And then, you know, it jumps through where like now he's like, they're trying to get into high school. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So, and that's where like basically the end of episode, end of the movie into the beginning of episode two is. And from there, like the tone completely shifts. It's like a whole different anime as far as the plot goes and stuff. Gotcha. Okay. But the animation is really cool. The, um, they do a really cool thing with like the character's eyes, like this like starry thing, like for the, you know, because mm-hmm. they're they're meant, destined to be stars. Yeah. Especially with like the the singer, and then there's like a child actor they encounter, you know, because she's like in a movie or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's I've I'm caught up on their four episodes out so far. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be it's it um, it'll be interesting to see how they uh. Um, 
tie it all together or whatever, you know, but um, yeah, that, that movie is worth watching. Okay. Nice. But like I said, they had to make it a movie either at some point, either they're, they're, they're going to make it a movie after, and it, you would have been kind of like lost trying to figure out what's going on. Cause you would just been thrown in the middle of this anime and you're like, okay, so why is this person not want his sister to become an idol? Why does this person, you know? Yeah. No, it makes sense. I think it definitely sets up the anime for a lot better storytelling. Yes. You, it tells you everything you need to know without necessarily, like, handing it to you or confusing you and having you, like, try to guess. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, I, I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a, on a very, very sturdy, strong, well-supported limb here. Like it might as well just be a second trunk, and I'm gonna I'm gonna answer I'm gonna answer the question before I ask it. No. Yes. Did you watch the documentary Neat? Yes. Oh, you did. Yes. Oh my God. Yes, we watched it. Uh, yeah, we watched it together yesterday. So we were uh, we were criticizing the uh, the documentary. What were you criticizing? Um. No. I guess number one, it it is a it is a pretty interesting documentary that talks about some of the different history of bourbon. Well, let, let me let's what what is neat before we start giving neat. opinions? What is so neat? neat? Neat is a documentary about basically the history of bourbon and some of the names and stuff, and it starts off by defining a drink known as neat. Like if you go to a bar and you order a whiskey or a bourbon or scotch neat it's basically just the liquor in a glass no no ice no water no mixer so basically it's like the fancy way of saying straight yep and it's on uh hulu if you're interested hulu. in watching it it's only it's like an hour 15 minutes so definitely um pretty easy to get through um i did like i did overall like the documentary um i i thought the history parts were pretty interesting um and the different explanations into different things of the processes and where stuff comes from and the changes that a lot of that was pretty interesting i i didn't really care for the over the i'm trying to think of how to explain it like how about this how about this one for you i'll yeah. put the word i'll put words in your mouth and yes. you can agree okay. or yeah. disagree and they yes. might help you okay the uh over romanticization of yes. the lore or yes. the yes yes thank you the <laughs> like some of the people that were on the show i don't really know why we're even on there i think they added filler and they took away from it um right like the dude that had the speakeasy in his basement oh my god he is the fucking worst person like i don't why so they record this guy putting an anti-bark device facing it to a, his neighbor's dog and they like why did they publish that like who was the fucking editor unless they hated that guy they really wanted people right. to be angry at him right they're like because they're like apparently he doesn't like dogs like like in writing on like on the screen or something like that and it's like shouldn't have been like him do that and you're like you know what 
your bourbon collection is cool, but I think um, we got enough. We're going to go ahead and take off now. Fuck that guy. That guy probably won't even drink all that bourbon. He'll probably fucking die and hand it off to somebody. <laughs> Dude, right? He, yeah. Like, and then I was just like, I was like, how? I was like, how much money does this guy have? Like, he's got, like, or did they just really overdo this scene where everybody's at his house and, like, super dressed up. You got people, like, in a ties and coats and Well, he shit. was throwing, like, a fancy party. And then like he, a hi he, he, super hipster. Yeah, he hired a mixologist to make bourbon drinks at his, uh at his house i was like what i was like you could hire somebody come make drinks like what i mean the you can, if you have enough money you can hire anybody yeah like what this guy just spend like 25k on this fucking party <laughs> well i mean he just bought um i mean he only bought like one bottle like he went back the thing too is he went back he's like hey you got any more stuff and the guy took him to the back and it's like they played it like the guy in the bar, the liquor store didn't know who he was. And I'm sure the guy in the liquor store saw him walk in and was already like, fuck. And then saw the camera crew with him and it's like, oh, mother fuck. And he's like, uh, excuse me, good sir. <clears throat> per chance, do you have any more options in the back? Yeah. He's like, and then he had some other stuff that looked pretty good that I thought, yeah. I'm like, oh, they have that. Yeah. I don't know. That guy was annoying because it just was his name. It was like, so and so speakeasy. I'm like, it's not even a fucking place. It's just his house. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty cool. And like, I mean, I guess the story was like, it tied back to his like dad, the continuation of the lineage of drinking the bourbon or whatever. But oh, fuck they, they, had really a, do... they had a better lineage story with the guy that worked at uh, Buffalo Trace. Right. They, they, his, like, they didn't fucking, yeah, they didn't need this guy. This guy was a waste no. of time. Fuck him. Yes, that was. That was my only complaint was that guy, but other than that, man, I didn't. I didn't care really for the comedian that was in the chair too. Steve's on. Yeah, with like his fucking I was like, like I saw him bow tie like, undone. It's like beer bourbon drinker, like and like somebody like he didn't even like make funny jokes or anything. I just thought it was like. I think he just served more as like the like we need someone to uh, feel like transition between scenes and we don't really have a way to do it so we'll just throw this guy in here maybe uh like i wonder if they filmed that now instead of him they would have nick offerman but he he seems more like a scotch guy yeah than, i guess but still yep yeah i don't know man i just like those two guys like really threw off the documentary for me yeah i mean the the the, the speak the speakeasy guy definitely was not needed but steve's on Man, like, I could have done with him, could have done without him. Yeah. I guess also because I like him, maybe, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't think he's, like, a bad guy. Though, I mean, I don't like him. I, I just don't think, like, in the documentary, I don't think it was executed. Whatever they were going for was executed well. I just I right. felt like it was a waste. It was a little bit, yes. Like, I could have seen more of, you know, the one lady that ran the, the youngest, the first female distiller uh head distiller at a you know bourbonry place yeah since prohibition mm -hmm. or the guy from buffalo trace yeah i mean they could have they i wonder if they tried to get more like people to at distilleries like other distilleries involved yeah 
and that's and they're like, well, fuck, we can't get anybody. Let's get Steve Zahn and this fucking yeah. speakeasy guy. Well, because it's got. Does Jack Daniels have a bourbon, or is they they're just straight whiskey? They're Tennessee whiskey, gotcha. and that's there's a huge kind of debate about that because going with the rules of bourbon, like it, ha, you know, basically like you need that brand new white oak barrel and you basically, you put the liquor in, you take it out and put it in a bottle and that's it. Mm -hmm. And the problem with like uh, Jack Daniels is that they uh, charcoal filter it. Yeah. And they're like, the argument for them still being bourbon is like, well, we don't add anything. We're no, there's no, um, you know, additives to it. We're not adding color or flavor or anything. So why aren't we a bourbon? Yeah. And it's like, well, because you filter it and it's like, yeah, but that's not adding anything. We're taking things away. So yeah. What the fuck? I don't know. I'm, you know, I listened to a couple different whiskey podcasts, and one of them brought up a point, and I was thinking about it too. Was like, I wonder if whiskey's going to go the way of like some beer, like how Bottle Logic was popular when like you would have to like fight to get their barrel age releases, and then you could also like you buy two, drink one, and then sell one to somebody across the country, and you know, basically pay for both bottles plus some. Yeah. But now that they're producing more, like basically nature's healing itself yeah. because whiskey's starting to show up on shelves. It's like how many people are actually drinking whiskey? Buying how many people are buying whiskey to drink it versus how many people are buying whiskey to like either hoard it or to like sell it. Yeah. And that's why you can't find it in the stores. Yeah. And I think like the bourbon, the the speakeasy guy. And this is one of the advantages, maybe the only advantage of living in like a controlled state as long as there's no corruption, is you can get whiskeys at MSRP. Yeah. Like one of the, a couple of whiskeys I podcast I listen to, like they live in Ohio, and it's like, oh, yeah, if you buy this at, like, retail price, it's worth it. But if you buy it at secondary, fuck that, dude. Yeah. You know, because it's going for triple or quadruple as much. Yeah. Um, yeah, it makes – it's like the Blanton's, right? The um... – Yes. Like, how good is that? Like, how really, like, really, how good is that bourbon? If you can, I mean, for years it was like a 30 or $40 bottle, but now it's like 60 or 70 like retail. Mm -hmm. But some places, I went to one place and the guy was trying to sell it for 200 Yeah. And it's like, no, no, it's not a, it's not a $200 uh, bourbon. And if you, uh, if you look at my, if you look closely in my uh, Instagram post of the beer that I drink, in the background, you can see I have uh, two two bottles of Blanton's. Hey, oh, look at you! I have one that's like the plain, um, like retail version, and then I have another one that's an El Cerrito liquor uh, store pick. Mm -hmm. And that's you know like the Dr. Major talks about how it's like they found the honey spot for the barrel aging, mm -hmm. and so it's like a single barrel. So. Yeah, so the Jazz from El Cerrito Liquor basically went to Blanton's and he got – or either he went there – actually, no, I think he did go there. He went there and he got to taste a bunch of samples and he picked the barrel he wanted all because he sold enough cases of Fireball. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't remember their vodka brand, but yeah, like that's the bullshit thing about like um, allocated liquor like Blanton's mm -hmm. is – and that's why, like, you see a lot of places, especially in California, they'll sell it as a bundle. It's like, hey, you want a bottle of Blanton's or E.H. Taylor's, and you got to buy – it's like this much money, but you also got to get a bottle of, like, 
fireball and this whiskey, this vodka, or these other things that you don't want because we have to sell enough of those to get it. It's like, um, you're basically buying atomic... a kit to get it. Like he, he's basically right. like, I can't sell this shit. So you have to buy it if you really want the bottle. Right. It's like in the comic book world where they have the, um, secondary, the alternate covers. What are those called? The, oh, I don't know. I thought it was just, oh, there's a term for it, but anyways, but like there's somewhere it's like one of 250. So like, if you buy 250 of this comic, you'll get one. Mm-hmm of this alternate cover yeah and so you know like smaller comic stores are like yeah we have no chance of getting any of those versus like huge online stores like mile mm-hmm. i comics or the one in new york it's yeah. like oh yeah we got like a ton a ton of those because we ordered like a million of those because we're going <laughs> to ship them throughout the country yeah that does help and, we'll, and or we'll take the loss and we'll just mark up the price of the other covers yep there's like some of them are like one in like a thousand or one in fifteen hundred yeah so that's kind of the way it is with like certain whiskeys, like E.H. Taylor or Blanton's or, yeah. you know, where you have to like sell so many cases. Are people still really buying comics like that for that expensive, like the one in 200 and stuff? I'm sure they are, yes. It's crazy. I know Adam has, uh, you know, he still has the little wall above the week releases and it's the same books aren't always there. Yeah. Variants. That's the word, variant covers. That's right. So it'd be like a one in 500 or one yeah. in 20. Cause like sometimes it's like one in 25 and it's like, okay, I'll get like one, a couple of those, maybe one or two of those depending on the book. Yeah. But then you get like one in 2,500 and it's like, yeah, there's no way in the fuck I'm getting one of those. No, not at all. Unless it's an accident. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> so another movie I watched on uh, Hulu released on Hitler's birthday. From the boys at Broken Lizard, Quasi. Yes, Quasi. It's another telling of the story of Quasimodo, a.k.a. the hunchback of Notre Dame, even though Notre Dame really isn't brought up in this. (laughs) So I don't know, like, the book, like the the actual book Quasimodo, like, you know, to know what the actual story is. Mm-hmm. I just, I just know like him ringing the bell and yelling "Sanctuary." Yeah. From both like the the Disney animated movie and The Simpsons. <laughs> um, so basically, in this one, it's like you know, um, there's a drawing. The Pope's coming to town. There's a draw for a coronation of a new queen. The king's about to get married because he keeps killing off his wives because you know they don't shut up. Um. <laughs> No, seriously, that was like like why he killed his last queen. It's like, yeah, the 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 she wouldn't shut up, and the the pope wouldn't let me get a divorce, so I had to kill her. So uh, <laughs> basically, they enter everyone in the town into a raffle, yeah, and someone's going to get up to personally do a confession with the pope, yeah. And so you know, the Quasimodo's like, yeah, fuck that, I don't care. And his buddy is played by uh, the dude that did Far- played Farva, yeah. Oh, also. There's a meme going around. Apparently, the Raiders drafted a quarterback in one of the later rounds that looks like Farva's kid. <laughs> Mustache and the haircut and everything. Nice. <laughs> um, but um, he uh, so basically, like, he bought a bunch because he's like, I'm gonna win. 
And so like they draw a number and, and as it gets closer to the drawing, like, like it's like literally like they're getting ready to draw numbers and the guy like, he's like, here, just take this. And Quasimodo's like, yeah, fuck that. I don't care. I don't want one. And he's like, here, take it. So he he's like, fine, I'll take it. And so he takes it and, you know, they draw a number and the first person to win is like, the woman yells, I won. And they're like, wait, you? And they're like, yeah. And she's like, Pah. you're not a person. You're a woman. You can't win. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, you can't be really outraged because I was accurate at the time. Yes. Um, They're making fun of the... Uh, but of course, you know, time. Quasimodo wins and, yeah. you know, both the king and the pope want them to kill the other person. Like, the king's like, when you go to confess, kill the pope. And when he's in there confessing, the pope's like, you need to kill the king. And so, um, you know, <laughs> drama and hilarity ensues. It's, it's an entertaining movie. Yeah. I don't think they could ever like repeat the magic of like Beer Fest and um, Super Troopers, right? Yeah. Like the first ones, because like even the second Super Troopers was not a bad movie. It just wasn't a good movie. You can't stack it. Yeah, you can't stack it against it. Super Troopers right. just had that raw magic that you just can't. You can't repeat. It just it, right. It just happened. It's like the, it's just great. It's, it's like the M. Night Shyamalan movies. It's like, once you figured out that all his movies had a twist, you weren't watching the movie anymore. You were just looking for the twist. Yeah. And you're like, this movie isn't good. Well, did you watch the movie? And it's like, well, I was looking for the twist. I figured it out. And I figured it out right away. And it's like, just fucking watch the movie. Like, don't worry about the twist. Yeah. But the twist. The twist. <laughs> it's like that. It's like, all right. These guys, dick jokes or whatever. Um, I mean, there was quite a few funny jokes i wouldn't say like i would rush to go watch the movie like mm -hmm. i would probably give it a solid like seven out of ten gotcha friend, of the, friend of the show solid seven out of ten <laughs> wait seven I out just, of ten or seven my... out of ten seven out of five seven out of seven out of ten <laughs> 2.75 out of five <laughs> but yeah if you're just looking for something to like throw on when you're like you just want to like not really pay attention to something you know like yeah like i ha I'm, i've been at work all day i just kind of want to like hear some jokes and laugh yeah and well i'm maybe strolling through my phone yeah because it's not like there's a lot of action on screen okay got you it's 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 rated r but there's no dick or titties got you just a lot of killers there's fake balls <laughs> So, but yeah, man, it's, I mean, it's a movie from them. Yeah. But I do, I do appreciate the fact that the Tacoma FD show that they have, mm -hmm. every single person from that show played a relatively major character in this movie. Oh, wow. Nice. Like they had multiple scenes. <laughs> so, it, you know, they're like at the Adam Sandler. They, like, they, well, they learned from Adam Sandler. You take care of your friends, right? Yep. That is true. Because you never know when they're going to take care of you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, all right, everybody. That's it for today's show. Thanks for sticking around. Make sure you follow us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Facebook, Instagram, Untapped, all those magical places. Woo! May the fourth be with you always. And and I know. I know. All right. All right. Solo. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> Till next week, everybody. Later. <laughs>